the college football experience, Georgia Bulldogs, 2023 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by bird dog shorts dominate the summer with an amazing pair of shorts and a free Yeti style tumbler. When you order over at birddogs.com slash pool, once again, that is birddogs.com slash pool. Hey, what's up? You degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Episode, uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about here. Domination <laughs> might be uh, the top topic because that's what the Bulldogs have done. The Georgia Bulldogs have done uh, uh, twenty nine and one over the last two seasons. Twenty nine and one over the past two seasons. Uh, we're gonna talk all about it. We're gonna jump in and talk a little Georgia Bulldog football. But you might be wondering just who the hell you're listening to. Well. My name is Colby Swigger, database dad, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just getting excited talking Georgia Bulldogs football. I got another thought. I got another song here. Let's talk about the Georgia Bulldogs. Hey. They might let everyone drive fast as shit down there, but goddamn it, they're winning championships. Yep. All right. And what does Bud, Bud Kilmer say from uh, Varsity Blues? My boy's too much trouble for you to handle. Hey, that's what Kirby Smart is saying. Kirby uh, Smart is that coach yeah. from from Varsity Blues. That's right. All right. And uh, what does Billy Kilmer say about that? He says, uh, "UCLA is going to the Big Ten. What the fuck? All right. All right. I don't know." Folks, we appreciate you tuning in to the College Football Experience Georgia Bulldogs 2023 preview. I am accompanied by my co-host. Give it up for former former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, let's get it going, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I mean, we're talking about a team. That's on what a uh, seventeen game win streak here. No, and 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 look, Saban's threatened. I think it's a fact. Look, I mean, shoot, they got the better of Saban. Now they didn't need to last year. That might have been a gift, but they're not on the schedule this year, and they might not have to face them in the SEC championship. Did you know Penn State's played Alabama? The same amount of time since 1980 as Georgia. <laughs> that cannot be true. Yes. Oh my gosh. 
That is a pathetic stat for the SEC. Screw you, SEC. But you don't blame him. You don't blame him this year. That's a great stat if you're Kirby Smart, even though I still think they would beat the tar out of the tide this year, last year, the two years ago. I don't know if I believe that for oh, even an please. instant. No. Texas AM. Texas AM uh what I have four or five wins coming in Tuscaloosa, <laughs> pushing around Bryce Young and those guys Let to the final play of the game. Alabama. Did you see what, what Georgia did to Tennessee? Tennessee oh. beat Alabama. Okay. Did you see what uh Alabama I don't know if they even played Missouri, <laughs> but uh, I don't think they did. Did you see what TCU did to Texas this year? Do you beat see them. what Georgia did to TCU? They beat that. It was a little bit different, buddy. Oh, sure. I mean, look, Alabama wasn't as great last year, but two years ago, uh, Alabama did beat Georgia in one of the two times they played, and the only time that they had all their receiving core healthy. A lot of people might say that that first national championship wouldn't have been won by mm. Georgia. And what did Alabama do? We're doing the Georgia po- podcast I right now, care. and you're slinging this type of shit yeah, right I'm now. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Uh, this isn't a puff piece. We're giving yeah. them a fucking oh. honest appraisal of their program. Yeah, you're great. You're on top of the world, but. If you're sleeping on Alabama right now, you are fucking stupid. Really? As plain as it gets. Where's the pillow? I'll take it. What is a pillow? <laughs> <laughs> Spell that word for me. Uh, Where's the pillow? There you right. go. Thank you. Uh, look, two years ago, Alabama had one of the Buddy. greatest team, or three years ago, I guess. Yeah, I was about to say, you're talking a while back. They won right? the national championship by 30 points, and no one back was. Back in there, Jay Barker. All right. And and meanwhile, <laughs> Georgia's needing the last play of the game to beat Cincinnati, a fucking group of. That five, was like four years ago. Three years ago, right? Oh come on! All I'm saying is this: Look, you think Alabama and Alabama's getting away from that soft shit? They're about to start playing hard nosed football because they brought in a run first coach in Tommy Reese, and it's going to be a slugfest once again. And look, well, uh, they're not going to play each other this year. Uh, and the most re- well, they will in the SEC championship. No, game, they will most not. Most likely, no, they will not. LSU is the odds-on favorite, buddy. The game's in Alabama this year. Alabama's going to get their revenge on LSU. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's not most likely if the odds-on favorite is LSU. Well, the, uh, Vegas right. might be stupid <laughs> here, but yes, according to Vegas, not most. You just likely. keep slugging this stuff. These look, Bulldog fans—they don't even care right now. They're saying, "Who's the idiot?" Listen here? to this, Bulldog fans. Uh, <laughs> in the most recent. Talent. Uh, Stetson Bennett still hasn't graduated. He might even composite. lace up. Uh, that's true. <laughs> Stetson Bennett has a lifelong pass to play quarterback for Georgia. Uh, Alabama was still number one in the uh, composite talent rankings as of last year. Uh, blah, blah, blah. The fact that they didn't play, <laughs> right? You know, I'm just saying. Oh, gosh. Look, well, you let's talk crown about crown him, crown him, Kobe. Let's, let's talk about Kirby Smart. How do you feel about Kirby Smart? Think he's a good awesome. football coach. Yeah. <laughs> he's decent. I think he is now challenging to take. I mean, maybe that's why uh, Saban made that face when David Pollock, rest in peace, ESPN career, great yeah, reporter. Sure. You want to come to SGPN? We got a yes, spot for you. David Pollock, hit us up. Great guy. <laughs> and uh, but but Saban really frowned and, and and seemed really pissed off that uh, Pollock pointed that out, and it must have struck a nerve. And I also think that maybe he's worried about Kirby Smart kind of. Shaking up his legacy. True. True. You know? Uh so uh look, we're gonna talk transfer portal, offense, defense, all that good stuff. But uh well, first I gotta get us paid here. I wanna tell you that the Georgia Bulldogs 2023 season preview is brought to you by 
Bird dogs. Bird dogs make you look good. All right. What does Dion say? If they pay good, they play good. They look good. Something like that. You look good. You play good. You pay play good. They pay good. There you go. That's a tongue twister. That's what's going to happen. You throw on some bird dogs. Bird dogs are stretch khaki shorts and they're designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Patty C. Uh, look, they fit way, way better than regular shorts. Re- regular shorts have made of stick stiff, restricting cotton. Alabama's probably still wearing regular shorts because that, that's probably why Georgia surpassed them. Uh, look, bird dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit, just all cloud knit bird, bird fabric, dog. man. They've been on the, the bird dog plan. Uh, looks just like khakis, but stretches. So you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice all that movement. Uh, bird dogs also uses anti stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long and smelling. All right. And that's, I mean, come on, you're going to be between the hedges at Sanford stadium. Yeah. It's doing a, doing get, a few Jaeger bombs. It's going to get you're, you're sticky. Gonna, yeah. You're going to want to make sure you don't smell like, uh, like Larry Zonka. You know yeah. what I mean? So, some of those co-eds down there. You want to, <laughs> you want to stay fresh. So uh, look folks, Go to birddogs.com slash pool and enter the, the promo code pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. Patty, see, when's the last time you got a Yeti style tumbler? Been a while. They're going to give you this for free. Mm. I repeat, they're going to give you this for free. That's birddogs.com slash pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We could promise you that. All right, we are back on the college football experience. Georgia Bulldogs 2023. Season preview episode. What's up? Buddy? Let me ask you this: Is Georgia a blue blood? I mean, for this current era of college football, sure, a, a, an all-time blue blood. And let me tell you what: I'm going to throw a stat at you, and I think they are on right on the the edge, right? In terms of uh, power programs, non uh, Ivy League at, at FBS level, they are ninth all-time in win total, right? But there is a big gap. 868 total wins. Uh, eighth place would be Nebraska at 912. They are ahead of USC at who has one less win, but USC coming. USC vacated a lot of wins, you know. Oh, that shit is all stupid. It's all bullshit. But Georgia, I think they bought Reggie Bush a house. You tell you're telling me these guys in the SEC didn't buy everyone a house? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, it's come on. I don't, uh, I'm no USC guy either. I you know I'm not any I, I I don't like USC. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're Just call no, it a spade no love, a spade. Right. Yeah. Do you think though that in your mind Georgia is is a blue blood? I like do all time. Yeah, yeah, I do. I don't, but I think they're about to get there. <laughs> just trying to piss off. Every I know. Georgia I'm fan. just saying, like it, it, they had one national championship I mean, back Fran in Tarkin 1980. Then. I don't know. They probably had one before that, but that's the only one that I Herschel remember. Herschel Walker. I just think like when I think college football, oh, they had great, great, great. When players. I think college football, for me, like blue bloods are like what are the name brands? Georgia's, Georgia's definitely a name one brand. of them. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a distinction between blue blood and name brand. Mm. Name brand without a doubt, Georgia. Blue blood, I think they got a little more work to do to get on that 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 level. Mm, mm, mm. Folks, feel free. He's at Patty C on Twitter. Look. DM him Michigan. Tag him, call him a fucking idiot. Ohio yeah. State, Alabama, Notre Dame, Texas, Oklahoma. Wait, Notre Dame's a blue blood? Yeah, Notre Dame. They haven't a, been relevant in 30 years. I'm talking about all time, buddy. College football is how old, Colby. Uh, it's like 160 years old. Well, there you go. We're not talking about the last. A lot of people years. don't know that. They always say baseball is America's favorite pastime. Well, the MLB is not as old as college football. Oh, <laughs> let's talk about what's been departing from the transfer portal because Patty C. I don't think any of it matters, but let's hop in there because Marcus Washington, cornerback 
from Georgia. I know as a safety from Colorado in the nineties, but uh, uh, he and a linebacker for the Colts, but uh, he's cornerback here. He's a Louisville Cardinal. He mm. says, bye bye. Let mm. me get some of the, I'm buying into what Brahms selling. Guessing buried on a depth chart. Anyone who's leaving Georgia, yeah, save for uh, well, Jermaine uh, Burton. No, there's one or two here. There's okay. one or two, but oh, uh, yeah, Griffin Scroggs on the offensive line heads to Appalachian State. Love App State. Yeah, go dominate. Uh, this is the one, buddy. Bear Alexander on the defensive line. This guy was a beast mm. last season. Now the, the only the good news is is that it's Georgia and they have like seven million great defensive linemen. But he was a beast and he showed a lot of a lot of potential. Uh, he went to USC. So great get for the Trojans. Yeah. Linebacker Ryan Davis goes to UCF. Um then you have uh Sean Washington on the defensive line going to East Mississippi Community College. Hmm. And then uh what is it? Adonis Mitchell, a wide receiver. This guy played for them substantial. He goes to Texas. Well, <laughs> some big programs are plucking some players. Then linebacker got to hurt a little. Linebacker Tresman Marshall. Tresman Marshall goes to uh, to Alabama. <laughs> I have a sound for that. Fire them shots. What's going on? Why would this is like the uh, who's the water receiver? Jermaine Burton. What's going on here? Yeah. All right. Look. Just poor. Poor. Uh, immoral. You're winning national champion. I don't yeah. understand. You got a better chance to go start there by a hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, MJ Sherman, a defensive end, goes to the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Patty C. Cornerback uh, Jaheim Singletary goes to the Arkansas Razorbacks. Offensive tackle Jacob Hood goes to the Nebraska Cornhuskers as well. Tight end Rylan Good goes to Mississippi State. I believe he's penciled in as the day one starter there. Wide receiver Dominic Blaylock goes to uh, goes to Georgia Tech. Yeah, you know, I'm surprised. Going to the fucking rival. Yeah. Right. Come on. Well, get this. Tight end Brett Seether, he's going to Georgia Tech. <laughs> Wait, what? What were both those players? Two guys going to Georgia Tech. What was the first guy's position? Wide receiver. Wide receiver. And tight, end. tight end. Should we? Should we? Maybe we should be high on Georgia Tech. Yeah, maybe. Uh, tight end Eric Gilbert, who's been at every. This is the, this guy's hilarious to me. Do you remember this guy? Five star. Oh yeah. Highest rated recruit, like tight end ever. Ever. <laughs> he goes to. He's been at fifty five. LSU, school. right? Yeah. Florida. Georgia <laughs> and now Nebraska. And I think he's only a sophomore. This is, he can break <laughs> records. Yeah. Um, Nebraska with three guys here. Watch out for the Cornhuskers. Uh, also um, Bill Norton on the defensive line goes to the Arizona wildcats. Patty C mm, mm, mm. that's a lot to lose, but I think you might be able to argue that they perhaps uh Improved. Improved because running back Lenneth Whitehead comes in from Tennessee. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. What what's happening in the world right now? Tennessee, by the way, one loss lower than Georgia all time themselves. Those are two comparable programs. Is Tennessee a blue blood? No. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh buddy, what the fuck? How are all these guys going to their rivals? Yeah. Come on. Uh, Make me sick. It, I mean, does anything matter anymore in, in life? We're going to be watching Batman movies as the Joker. What the fuck right. is happening here? Right. Uh, wide receiver Dominic Lovett, who was the top receiver for Missouri a season ago. Mm. He goes to Georgia. I guess that's 
in division. It's terrible. I know it's not a long. I mean, rivalry, that was one of the closest games on Georgia's entire on. schedule last year. Uh, perhaps Mississippi State's best wide receiver, Ra Ra Thomas. He goes to Georgia. I won't even sound the gun for that one. Uh, cornerback Smoke Bowie from Texas A and M. Guess where he goes? He goes to Georgia. Mm, 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 mm. And uh, I believe that is it. A lot of interconference transferring uh or interconference transferring uh but i guess when your conference is 55 teams that <laughs> is bound to happen a little just bit just don't transfer to georgia tech and yeah. anyone on the east like tennessee is a real rival uh, maybe maybe i sounded the gun off on love it he's at missouri who cares but come on tennessee in division, you sound the gun tennessee alabama and yeah in division you sound the gun okay fair fair tennessee alabama georgia georgia tech yeah. Probably South Carolina. Yeah, but that didn't happen. But yeah, no. um, you think they won the portal? Again, I would I would say I haven't studied in depth a lot of these players, you know, so I I couldn't tell you whether you know they're they're. The, the, I'm guessing they won the portal. I mean, it sounds yeah. like you losing a, a highly you know effective and and uh, I guess. Uh, performing defensive lineman to you, but USC. they didn't have wideouts, and they got all these really good wideouts. The top wideout from Mississippi State, the top wideout from Missouri. They added cornerback depth uh, by, and I think this guy's going to probably start. Well, that's or, or, I don't know if he'll start, but he'll be in. He'll be he'll be right there. Yeah, losing Keely Ringo is big. Was uh, he was one of the leaders on the team, obviously, and then uh, yeah, I think wide receiver has been a weak point for them. So. I guess I agree with you. I think uh, they plugged the positions and the and the uh, spots that they lost players in. They have depth. You know, yeah. they they have depth all over the field. Yeah. Receiver for whatever reason ha- hasn't been like I want to say like Glad McConkey, who's a, a good receiver, but certainly not what you would think of as an explosive guy. Maybe they need some of that as well. Some explosion on the edge. Well, uh, they have a brand new offensive coordinator, Patty C. Uh, kind of new. Todd Munkin is with Jim. I'm sorry, John Harbaugh. I wonder if, if, uh, if they end up playing Michigan like everyone's oh, projecting. If he'll call a brother and say, "Hey, can you tell Todd?" Uh, I need you, some secrets yeah. here. Oh um, man, would Todd sell out Kirby Smart like that? Uh, maybe. May, no, he wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, I, there's a brotherhood. There's a code, although it seems to be broken by every player on these transfers. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Patty C, um, the offense a season ago. Obviously, Stetson Bennett, 35 years old. Uh, he did a good job, though. And the uh, offense was fifth in the nation, scoring offense, 19th in rush offense, 15th in pass offense, total offense at fifth. Mm. Um, the big storyline, I would say, coming into this year has been the unknown, you know, who's going to start at quarterback. But it seems from reports that it's going to be Carson Beck. Now they have Brock Vandergriff. They also have uh, Gunnar Stockton. They have three capable quarterbacks. Patty C. Stetson, uh, Carson, Brock, and uh, <laughs> Gunner. And Gunner. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, that is pretty. That's pretty wild. Um, Every single one of their parents raised them to be. Whatever a quarterback. happened to Roger? Like Roger Stallback or something? Right. You know what I mean? Fran Tarkenton. Yeah. Give me a, give me a Bob, <laughs> give me a, a Bob greasy Ed needs to come back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, buddy. But I'm curious. See, I know these, these quarterbacks are more talented from a recruiting standpoint than, than uh, Stetson Bennett ever was, but there was something about Stetson Bennett is he was a gamer. The question is, remember they had JT Daniels. I know he played. I don't even think JT Daniels ever lost a game as a starter at Georgia, but 
they haven't won championships with higher recruiting. You know, they had uh what's my guy? Jake, not Jacob Eason. Who's the quarterback that cost the uh, fields to transfer up from Jake from Yeah, They had Jake Eason too. They had everybody. All right. Uh, <laughs> my, Mike Bubba uh, played quarterback there, but uh, Patty C do we have any concern because of that? Because Setson Bennett say what you want about him. I had to eat shit on this because I, I, I thought he was questionable at times, but man, uh, he was kind of a Last big difference year, maker. Yeah. yeah, he was awesome. Um, sixty-eight percent completion percentage, twenty-seven touch, uh, touchdowns, to seven interceptions. You know, for having ten rushing touchdowns, surprisingly few rushing yards, two hundred five. But I do wonder if again that's affected by sacks, presumably. Uh, but Carson Beck, uh, did he even get sacked last year? I don't, I don't know that he did. That's true. Um, uh, I would love to see that stat. I don't know where that I can find that stat. You know what's great about this though? We'll, well actually we'll, we'll get to it in a minute, but the schedule they're going to be able to play all three and like they have a long runway. They have a long runway. We'll talk about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh they were going to play Oklahoma, but Sankey canceled that mm. series because Oklahoma's joining. Wasn't Georgia though. Wasn't like Michigan canceling UCLA. Uh Kendall Milton's back at the running back. The commissioner stepped in to uh intervene and and give them another win. <laughs> That's why Sankey's a genius. Yeah. Like, oh, we can't blame. They're not in our conference this year. Oh, but don't worry. We still have to cancel yeah. that so that you get back to the national championship. <laughs> Kendall Milton, the uh, running back. Uh, obviously, Dylan Edwards still there, too. The tight end play uh, between ba- Brock Bowers. How the hell did he get out of California all the way over to Georgia? Mm. Uh, he is a stud. Uh, same with uh, Oscar Delp. I mean, those tight ends are the best tight ends in America. The wideouts, um, they have what Arian Smith, uh, obviously the uh, Ra 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 Thomas, the um, Dominic Lovett. They have just what Lad McConkie. I mean, they got a just a, a, I feel like they really got better at wide receiver this year as opposed to last season. Patty C, they also bring back uh, what three starters on the offensive line, I believe. Mm. And and I'm sure the the newcomers in uh, Left tackle, what is it? Ernest, Ernest uh, Green is going to be a stud. He's a Richard freshman. Yeah, generally same speaking, with Mims at the right tackle. I when mean, they're recruiting at that level. It's just next man up, and and they've become elite almost, almost you know, all the time. With Alabama, I feel like that's the case. So let's talk about this offense. They lose the OC, but Bobo was there with Munkin a little bit, so I, I think he can kind of just pick up where he left off. And I actually thought Bobo was a decent uh, co- coach at uh, Colorado State. I know he struggled as the OC in South Carolina and Auburn, but uh, I I I think the offense will probably be on maybe well, maybe the slightest hit because like even though they're better at wideout, they are replacing both tackles and the inexperience at quarterback. Maybe the slightest and hit a transition of system a little bit. Bobo is not going to be running the exact same thing. Well, I mean, I'm saying he was part of the staff last year, so maybe okay, yeah, yeah. then yeah, that, that's yeah. true. There's probably not as much of a um, uh, fall off. It, apparently, he was the offensive coordinator back in 2014. The last time they had, they scored more points per game uh, than uh, than this past year. So wow, yeah, I don't think they're too worried about him. Uh, what, what do you think with the quarterback play? Maybe a t- a slight dip, slight dip. Yeah, I mean, but if you told us that at the beginning of two years ago, and Stetson Bennett was a complete unknown and not exactly you know razor sharp. Then we would laugh at you, you know, because he he was looking like the worst quarterback that they 
for whatever reason, Georgia has had some very good quarterbacks, but they haven't typically been super elite. Now, obviously Justin Fields leaving changed that, but Aaron Murray was good. Not great at the NFL level. Jake Fromm made the NFL. Fromm was good. Yeah, you know, Matthew Stafford was, was great. You know. Eric Zaire. <laughs> not exactly a, a pro bowler there. David green. Come on. Decent. I'm Quincy saying. Carter. He made the, he made the league. Yeah. But none of these guys are like, you know, pro bowl quarterbacks in the NFL. So, you know, for whatever reason, they're not producing those. And Alabama didn't do that for a long time either during their well, you know, Stetson Bennett, who was a zero star recruit, beat Bryce Young last time they played. True. It's all it's all hogwash, right? Uh, Are you going to take Stetson Bennett over Bryce Young though? To uh, maybe be your quarterback I hear he's impressing. I, I I mean, the, he's gotten better. I, I hear he's gonna. impressing on the Rams. Uh, well, uh, look, defensively, they got Will Muschamp, who's always a maniac and hilarious. Great gif out there on in Twitter of of Muschamp being a maniac, blowing a gasket. Yeah. 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 Uh, Glenn Schumann, they got co-defensive coordinators. You know that's Kirby Smart's forte is the defense side of the ball, fifth in score defense, first in rush defense. Circle that one. Fifty third in pass defense, ninth in total defense. But once again, they were the best defense. I don't give a shit what anyone. Oh, they're on numbers. That's that's diluting it right there. That shows the the system is not working. All right, um, Patty C, the defensive side of the ball though, uh, it's gonna be gonna be fantastic once again because you got uh, Stackhouse back at the nose tackle spot. And Michael Williams back at the DN. Now I, I touched on they lost Bear, but who cares? They got other guys that are really good, and uh, the linebacking core. So I mean, yeah, they're breaking in one new defensive starter on the D line. Linebacking core bringing back what two of? Th- how do you how do you say uh, Smail Mondin Jr. the league uh, the uh, team's leading tackler was seventy six last year. Small Smail Smail Smail. So you gotta hold that eye silent. Silent eye. Um, The secondary uh, has Kamari Lassner, Javon Bullard back, um, and and Starks at the free safety spot. Patty C. This defense, I I I know I could rattle off that they're starting. They're they're starting like what four new people on the defense side of the ball. I'm not worried. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not worried. They are breaking in a new kicker, which maybe if it's a close game. Maybe you get a little bit concerned uh, that they're breaking in a new kicker, but punter Brett Thorson is back. Uh, Patty C. I mean, is the defense going to be top ten? Yes. You would have to figure. Um, or they they were the number one scoring defense two years ago. Three years ago, the number seventeen scoring defense. But last year, number eight. Um, yeah, you got to figure top ten is probably where they're going to land. Yeah. Yeah. So especially if they do, we think. Uh, losing Christopher Nolan, um, losing Keely Ringo, but that seems like a pretty small, uh, like you said, the rebuild. <clears throat> most of what they lost two years ago were defenders, so they kind of restocked the cupboard last year, and then only lost two to the uh, league. They're probably pretty stacked this year. Yeah, and uh, they're gonna be loaded. They're gonna be loaded. We're gonna go game by game on the schedule and break down what we think. Uh, the Bulldogs will do in 2023, but before we do that, I want to tell you, you find people out there that the uh, the college football experience, Georgia Bulldogs 2023 season preview episodes brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. Yes, Underdog Pickup is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and NFL uh, season player props, and they do have college football. Once college football season comes around, you'll hear me talking about it, so subscribe to the college football experience. Uh, but yes, 
Uh, head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus. They are available in so many states, and there's so many ways to win. Once again, that's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right, we are back on the college football experience. Georgia Bulldogs 2023 season preview. And Patty C, what if I told you? That the uh, Bulldogs. I, first off, shout out to Cam Kerr, and hopefully, if you're listening to this, you subscribe to us on uh, on uh, YouTube, YouTube.com/slash The College Experience, as we break down all 133 college football teams with a solo podcast for each and every team, like we do each and every year. Um, but also uh, check out the FCS College Football Experience podcasts that we host. Uh, same with the College Baseball Experience and the College Basketball Experience. Uh, we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. But like I said, check out all of those solo podcasts. Um, Cam Curtis, great artwork. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see the win total Patty C sitting at 11 and a half, basically Vegas saying they're going to go 12 and L or they're going to go 11 and one. We have to decide the better has to decide. And I can tell you this, Patty C one, two, three, four. They play four teams with a winning record from a year ago. <laughs> and one of them is on the road. <laughs> so greatest cakewalk for a two time defending national champion. This is, this ever. is a, uh, we will get into it because this schedule I would argue is very, very easy. I mean, can we talk about last year real quick? Sure. The teams that I guess gave them Missouri most trouble, Missouri <laughs> and Ohio State. Actually, actually, Ohio State probably should have yeah. won that game. Ohio State, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's why I'm, I was trying to look for the uh, in or for the consistency there. Missouri, the number ninety-one pass offense. So I, I was, it, it's like okay, you can't really bang with them. Michigan found they, that they out. They were a few just years asleep ago. a little bit. That you think they were asleep for Missouri. Ohio State? No, 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 the Missouri game. Missouri, yeah, yeah I think they were yeah. asleep for that. Um, no, Ohio State, I think. Uh, uh, Stroud um, was throwing the ball all over the field. I mean, when you have a precision quarterback and a great wide receiving core, it's hard to keep up with that. You don't need to bang. But then they had uh, they have great offensive linemen and Travion Henderson to tote the rock. But I think if anyone's going to beat them, particularly like maybe Alabama can just line up and bang with them, especially because neither of them have a proven quarterback. But like a Michigan, I think is going to need to be able to do the Ohio State thing and pass all over them if they're going to get it done. I don't know if McCarthy's the guy. I think Ohio State is probably the biggest. USC then. USC could do it. USC could do it. They would be a threat to them. I still don't know if they have the guys though. I mean, the defense is soft crap. Yeah, they can't tackle. But I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Anything else you want to note on last year? Maybe LSU. uh, That's one. Yeah, because they can throw the ball. Yeah. 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 Uh, week one, Patty C. The Skyhawks. Where? Hold on. Where? Uh, Patty C. And Tennessee. Tennessee. Sure, but they don't uh, play we need to see either. Milton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, they're kind of like USC. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Patty C. Uh, what was I going to talk about? Week one. <laughs> week one. The Skyhawks come to town. I want this pilot. I want. It's a matter of national security. This game's terrible. Yeah. What was uh UT Martin's record? I about? mean, they were actually decent, I think. I think they were like maybe seven wins. Seven wins? and four. Yeah. Um but I mean, come on. This is seven stupid. and four, lost to Tennessee sixty five to twenty four. Uh yeah, I don't think it's just that's a stupid gonna... game. Here's what's hilarious is I heard Kentucky's athletic director say 
that the reason they want eight games instead of nine conference games is safety. Safety for That's the players. Such a bullshit. If you're gonna claim safety, it's the you should not be playing with these yeah. athletes. You're gonna yeah. destroy UT Martin. You're concerned for your team's safety, not theirs. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. Uh, it's a crock of shit too. Yeah. They just want more money, which I mean I understand that, but just don't yeah. don't it's give a, us the bullshit. You know, that's, the bullshit. That's yeah. the worst part of it all is they're using player safety, this thing that should yeah. be taken seriously yeah. as their little escape clause. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking disgusting. Yeah. And, and who cares? Whatever. You're lining up to play the game of football. You know, player safety, yes, is a concern. But you if you up. sign the contract, then yeah, fuck off. Uh, there's but risk don't in use life. it as an excuse. Yeah. There's risk in life if you do nothing. All right. So stop being stupid. Uh Patty C, so you're taking the Skyhawks. Upset? Uh yeah. <laughs> We're going Skyhawks. 25-24. Last second field goal. No. What, what what's the score in this game? Uh, well, you know, Kirby kind of calls off the dogs against the FCS guys. I feel like, so okay. I'll say fifty-six to nothing. Okay, I don't think they score. Yeah, fine. Um, week two, oh. <laughs> get Ball State five and seven. Ball State who lost Carson Steele. Shout out to Carson Steele. He was on our show. Uh, now the starting running back at UCLA. Great guy. Owns a owns a uh, Carson Steele and Georgia have a lot of things in common because Carson Steele owns an alligator. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> Georgia owns the Florida Gators. Hello, How about that, huh? got him. <laughs> uh, Patty C, this game's stupid too. Yeah, All without right? uh, Carson Steele, <laughs> Carson Steele wouldn't have made a difference as much as I love him. Yeah, it, it would have been fun, more fun to watch, but <laughs> it may, but might have gotten some uh, butts in the seats there with that hair. But that's about it. Two and zero. Oh. Uh, now your your Gamecocks come in there, Frank. Beamer's son, Shane Beamer, Spencer, be vegetarian little. Rattler, <laughs> getting after it. Uh, got to be a little careful here. Do you? Yeah, you do. South Carolina ended the season last year with wins against Tennessee, wins against Clemson, and then a loss to a bad Notre Dame team. Not a bad Notre Dame Notre team. Dame, they only Notre lost, lost by Stanford. Dude, Stanford was awful early last year. in the season, and then uh, Notre Dame turned it around late in the season. I'm not calling them a good team last year. Well. I think you would be Georgia by twenty-eight. Okay, Georgia does. I'll win lay this. twenty-eight. Uh, now, now Trent Dilfer comes walking to the head. You think you think you're ready let's for Dilfer? Let's not override that South Carolina game. We all, there's only a couple games here we can talk about. Uh, <laughs> I think you know they're they're playing better, and Rattler is a great quarterback. If they take another step under, Beamer, are you saying South Carolina's going to win this? Please. No, I'm not saying. There. Look, I'll say it right now. Everyone already knows this. Georgia is going undefeated. We don't have to do this, right? But we're going to. <laughs> we don't go- have to do this show. <laughs> right. We can end it right now, and everyone is going to be in agreement here. But let's talk about it a little bit. I think I think Spencer Rattler, unfortunately, but I'll say this: UT Martin and Ball State won't be necessarily good warm up. There's going to be stepping up a whole no, level. But I think that's why I like it more. I I've, I think there's other scarier games in the SEC because they're in the gauntlet of week to week. When you just have those those tune-ups. Tune-up games. I think it just means like oh, they're focused on South Carolina. They'll be focused for a month on South Carolina. Yeah, that's true. So, uh <laughs> after that, they get Trent Dilfer. <laughs> Trent Dilfer's already saying, "Come take his players." He dares you. <laughs> Uh, I'm an idiot. Okay, <laughs> yeah, we, we will. I don't think Georgia needs any of your players, Trent. Right. Uh, although Alabama did take their safety, right? So hey, I guess there's that. Um, Patty C, is this an upset for you? No, 
<laughs> okay, here we go. But this sucks for me as a college football fan. I love Georgia Auburn. I think it should happen every year, no matter what TV execs in charge. I don't care if it's uh, Eva Longoria running things. Wait, is this one that they've uh, determined will go by the wayside? No, no, they haven't ruled any of this stuff yet. But okay, um, Patty C. But I think if you're a fan of the potential upset, not that I have any problem with Georgia winning. It's just I think you would like to see the top team lose. Um, Auburn has Hugh Freeze, Hugh Strip Club Freeze, baby. Yep. He might coach from a strip club, a hospital bed, who knows, right? <laughs> but he's going to be coaching. But man, you'd want to if you're an Auburn fan, you're like, I wish they played this game in late October because yeah. the fact that it's in September, it's really hard on on the first year coaches in September. I feel like. If you get them in November, if you get them maybe even Halloween weekend, it's almost a different team. I feel like they yeah. they typically would play Auburn later in the season. You know, they're I'll Sankey dialed it up. Yeah, know? I'm sure it's like, oh, could be a threat later on. But I believe this game's scarier than the South Carolina game still. Um, yeah, I'm gonna look that up at some point during this podcast, and I'll get that stat for you. But uh, you you say this is the scariest game so far. I mean, the fact that it's on the plains, I think it yeah, it's probably the scariest. I don't think uh, Hugh Freeze necessarily needs a, an entire season to get that offense up to speed, but still, five well, weeks. Well, getting in. Peyton Thorne was huge, but yeah. Well, look, th- this game I find scarier than the South Carolina game because it's in a little bit of the gauntlet. <laughs> they get Kentucky. This is the game I'm talking about. Kentucky in Athens. Now they're going to beat the piss out of Kentucky. I'm just saying. I I think. Kentucky's probably got a little bit better of a chance than South Carolina, despite South Carolina maybe being the better team. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, basically playing them the week after Auburn certainly helps, and being a little tougher. I mean, Kentucky has the same vibe as Missouri, so maybe if they're asleep for this game somehow. But it was at Missouri last time. This is in Athens, but maybe, maybe. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's not a look ahead spot because they go at Vanderbilt. This is this is also a huge advantage. And once again, when they get rid of divisions, I think it will be not that Georgia won't still win the national championship potentially. Pierre, I got this stat for you. What's that? Uh Georgia and uh uh Auburn have played like a hundred twenty some odd times, never played in September. This is the first time they're ever playing in September. Mm. Sankey at work. Mm, Sankey mm, at work. Mm. Okay. Uh, but yeah, where were you saying? Sorry. No, I was going to say like, uh, they play at Vanderbilt on October 14th and they'll have more fans there than Vanderbilt. It, so they only play four away games and at Vanderbilt's one of them where they will have a better, better fan turnout than Vanderbilt. I've seen this happen a bunch of times. Yeah. 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 So that sucks. Um, that's a win. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's not that Georgia still couldn't win the national championship, but that's why I want to see get rid of these divisions. I'm sick of seeing this game. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's one of their actually uh, most played rivals of all time for some reason, but I guess border battle, you know, well, to me, if it's an away game and you can, you know, be the dominant fan base yeah. at that stadium, you don't it, need to is keep it really worth it. Yeah. It's actually their fourth most played rival 60 to 20 all time. It's a little more in Vanderbilt's favor than what I thought. 25% uh, of I'm these sure games. they had like the th- a decent 1930s. I don't know. Right. <laughs> uh, then they got a bye week before the world's biggest cocktail party against Florida and Jacksonville. I've been to this game and this will be like a f- true 50, 50. So once again, this is not a road game. This is like a 50, yeah. 50. Uh, this is a great schedule because they don't play anyone good on the road. Yeah. Not um, only do they not play anyone good. I mean, on they the get road. one good team on the road. Yeah. They, 
played true road games out of state three times, right? And all three are in bordering uh, states. And Jacksonville's on the northern part of Florida, and Auburn's, you know, not on the western. It's like the, the, I pro- they probably don't have to drive more than five hours the entire season yeah. away from their state. I'm just saying, like, I do think this. Oh, well, let's get let's get to it. So they, you got them beating Florida in the in the cocktail party. I think they yeah. dominate Florida. I, just, yeah, I already told you they own Florida. Yeah. Then they host M- the Missouri Tigers on November fourth. They'll have their focal focus after last year. Smart will get them up for that. They'll then they host Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. If this was in Oxford, I would say maybe. Yeah. But no, not between the hedges. And here we finally have yes, it. the only November game 18th, of the year. <laughs> the only game that matters if you're a Georgia fan. I mean, I guess Georgia fans love the the Florida game and the Tennessee game because they can talk shit. But uh, or I'm sorry, the the Florida game and the Auburn game so they can talk shit. But uh, Tennessee game, obviously the huge one. We saw them knock off Alabama. Uh, it was one, probably the best scene in college football. Greg Sankey can take his his uh, uh, storming the field fines and and shove them up his ass because yeah. that is college football. We like that. And we, we encourage that. So if Tennessee wins, I hope they bring the goalpost back to the river. Um, <laughs> was Alabama number one last year when they, uh, I think maybe number two, maybe number two Georgia might've been number one, I yeah. think, uh, but it is the only, and just maybe, maybe this is the only one they could lose. Yeah. Now having said that, I love Georgia to beat the piss out of them. Yeah. What was <laughs> what was the score in last year's game? Uh, they called off the dogs. To 13. No, but even that, even that was a little like it was twenty-seven nothing. Yeah, they let them creep back into it. So uh, in, in complete control of the game. So that game is is the game. What are you doing? You taking them to win that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Me too. And then they're at Georgia Tech. Dominance. Yeah. And man, who do not- you have them going against in the? Uh, in the SEC championship, LSU. You think LSU gets better, Alabama? I think LSU is the best team in the SEC besides Georgia. Do you think uh, who has a better chance of beating Georgia? In the, do you think LSU would have a better chance of beating Georgia? Yes. They even match up better. Yes. Maybe we'll see what Alabama does quarterback wise, but certainly there are big question marks there. Um, Patty C. I mean, this schedule is ridiculous. They play. It's shameful. It's shameful. Uh, the schedule is is honestly like, dude. If like randomly, like I don't know, name a ra- Kansas State. Name a random team. Give me Kansas State schedule. Can you uh, load that up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just name a me a random team. Kansas State works. I feel like middle of the country. Big right? Twelve, Kansas State. Okay. Can and you tell me the away games? And I understand you could say, well, Georgia's so dominant. Uh, that that we're looking at it from a glass Big half twelve thing. away games at Missouri at Oklahoma State. See, hold on, at Missouri where Georgia struggled last year. Yeah, but although Missouri I wouldn't was, call that a yeah, hard game. Yeah, they're like, okay, next at one at Oklahoma State. Okay, it's a tough, yeah. tough place to go. At Texas Tech. Yeah, this is a t- so that those are yeah two those are three bowl teams right at there. At Texas, right? you know, F- four bowl teams, and then at Kansas, five bowl teams. Yeah. You see the difference here? And I guess you could say, well, hey, Auburn made a bowl, even though they were six and seven, but Vanderbilt did not. And Georgia Tech certainly did not. So they play two tough road games at Auburn and at Georgia. I just find that. Well, they play at Tennessee, too. No, I'm sorry. At Auburn and at Tennessee, I mean. Yeah. That, that's what I mean. It's like the other two are Vanderbilt and Georgia Tech. Yeah. So, man, it's, a, know, it's, it's a, a genius one, schedule. One yeah. of the most, I mean, psh, 
say what you want, but and and it's obvious, it's super freaking obvious to anyone who's watching that they're manipulating these schedules to give their best teams the best chance year in year out. But this is it's disgraceful, and everyone knows it. Especially I'm for on the over team that just won the national championship by 58 points. You don't need to be playing a peewee schedule the following year. But anyway, well, I mean, they didn't cancel Oklahoma. That was the SEC. So I can't blame Kirby Smart for that I mean, in the athletic blame, department. Blame yeah. Greg Sankey. But uh, Patty C. I mean, this is lockworthy, right? <laughs> Pretty much. I think it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm on the over Patty C's on the over, but uh, look, before we get out of here, I had a chance to sit down with Michael Barker, AKA college football campus tour Wait. Uh, on Twitter at CFB campus tour. What's up? Is Georgia winning the national championship next year? Probably that's the I, real I preview. You right need here. to know the matchups, but probably yeah. I, I think LSU is capable of beating them, but I who but outside of the SEC? Isn't the SEC championship in Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, yeah, every advantage. Helps. Yeah. Is is there? You know what I mean. They'll play. They'll, they'll be in the Sugar Bowl since they'll have home field advantage. So that's a, kind of an SEC venue. Although the national championships in Houston, it's right yeah, there. Yeah. It's not that far. You know what I mean? Like most of yeah. the. Yeah. I mean, what six or uh, four out of the six? Uh, you know, BCS or New Year's Six bowls are in played, SEC yeah. territory. So if they played Michigan, I would take Georgia to beat Michigan. Yeah. What about Ohio State? I need Ohio State's lost a lot, so I need yeah. to I need to see how good they are. Yeah, but uh, that would be one that would be appealing. I know Marvin Harrison Jr. when he got knocked out of the game last year, I, I bet I, that was a big turning point for Georgia. Yeah, um, Alabama, I need to see their USC, quarterback. Need to see defense. I just still don't think so, but yeah, I think Georgia's probably winning. Maybe I think it sounds crazy, but I think LSU is the team that I would say has the best chance of beating. Yeah, just cause I trust the quarterback position. I think the fact that he's dual threat yeah. can put some, can put, some, put pressure some pressure on, on Georgia, even though Georgia's defense is incredible. Is Georgia your first three peat national champion since the 1930s, Minnesota, or did they, did they get stopped? They could, they could do it. I mean, I gotta see matchups. It's hard to yeah. tell. Well, if they do go, like if LSU beats them, and let's say LSU had the upset in the SEC championship, and they end up with the four seed and going somewhere else, yeah, if they have maybe to go that to maybe Pasadena, I yeah, guess. yeah, you yeah. Got, maybe uh, even with that, but uh, obviously, great times if you're a Georgia fan. But well, that that could that could be it if they have to go to Pasadena and they're playing USC, at, like if they go drop to the three seed and USC is the two seed, yeah, then USC has a, a big advantage uh, mileage wise there. Um, I think. Uh, Right now, I have to lean for them to repeat, though. Yeah, uh, again, definitely. That would be thirty-two straight wins, which would be good for what fourth all time. Well, that's why you got to get rid of these divisions because, like, it, honestly, if you told me they were playing, they still haven't played at Texas A&M. This is a hilarious stat. Texas enters the Big Twelve next year. I'm yeah. sorry, the SEC next year, right? Yeah, they are playing at Texas before they're playing at Texas A&M. And A&M has been in the league for over a, a decade, decade longer. Over a decade. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. Uh. Folks, as I alluded to, I got uh, college football campus tour here. I did a got got a chance to sit down with him and talk about Sanford Stadium and the trip to Athens, Georgia. So, uh, with no further ado, here's that. Joining us on the college football experience, Georgia Bulldogs 2023 season preview episode is a guy that not only I think uh, well, first off, college football fans, Georgia, you your fans are always fantastic. So I'm imagining people listening to this. Uh, you know, you guys have great pride and passion and, and everything that's great about college football. And, uh, you know, this guy, Michael Barker here that is joining me on this, uh, you know, interview, he is likewise, because, uh, 
his Twitter page at CFB Campus Tour. Absolutely amazing. This guy goes to like six, seven games a week during the football season. He documents all of those games. And I know he's been to he's been to every single FBS school in the land. And he was also at the national championship where the Georgia Bulldogs dominated the TCU Horn Frogs. Michael, how you doing, man? And I appreciate you hopping on the show. I'm doing great. And you're right, Georgia fans are great. I went to the last two national championships when they beat Alabama as well. And one of my favorite games that I've been to is 2019, I went to the opener at Vanderbilt and uh, they sold their seats to dog fans to pay for the rest of their season tickets. And Georgia was up something like 27 to three going in the fourth quarter and everyone in the stadium was barking and just taking it over. So uh, I, I've seen the Georgia bulldog passion and it's amazing that they've become such a juggernaut here in, in the college football landscape. Yeah. I mean, I'm digging it too, man. I always love their uniforms and everything they they got going here now. Now, Sanford Stadium, though, uh, tell me about the history of Sanford Stadium. I mean, this is another special place right here. It opened in 1929. Uh, it has been expanded nine times uh, between 1949 and 2018. Currently, its capacity is uh, 92,000. It's the ninth largest stadium in NCAA, and it's the 17th largest stadium in the entire world. Uh, we know it for the hedges. The hedges were built originally with the stadium in 1929. They were taken out uh, during the 1996 Summer Olympics as uh, soccer was played at the stadium. And right after that, they were replaced. And the biggest um, attendance that they've ever had was in 2019, 93,246, when they knocked off number seven, Notre Dame. Damn. I mean, look, I love this stadium. When I Google image the stadium, it looks fantastic between the hedges. Obviously love that. And obviously the mascot, I remember like Auburn, Georgia, old deepest, you know, oldest rivalry in the deep South. And, and I remember back in the nineties, I think it was like Frank Sanders or someone for Auburn catching a touchdown and the bulldog biting them. Everything about this is college football. And I love it. Uh, Tell me what games have you got to see here? So this is a, a victim of COVID year, uh, 2020, uh, went to a game. It was a great game. Uh, they played Tennessee. It was 21-17 at half. Tennessee was winning, and Georgia outscored them 27-0 in the second half, and they ended up winning 44-21. to Even with 20% capacity, they made a lot of noise. And, uh, you know, I've wanted to go back for a game when, you know, maybe they accept a national championship or hang the banner. So this is one where, again, the COVID year, blessed to have the opportunity to go to some games, but you feel incomplete, even as a traveler who's been to a game at every stadium, been to some of them multiple times for games. This is one on my list that I really want to get back to, not just because it's a great stadium, but hey, this is the number one team in the country. And you want to see them not just in the, in, in the neutral site national championship games, you want to get the full effect in Sanford Stadium. 100%. I mean, look, I mean, I, I, I think you feel this if you're anywhere in Georgia, that the whole state loves the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, but folks, if you're ever in the area, you got to get out to Sanford stadium. It's an ex- like, I haven't even been, but I would just imagine it's an experience that, that, you know, you can't get in the NFL. You can't get uh, in pro sports. So I, I, I you got to check it out. I can't wait to go. I'm going to go. I, I know I had some plans to go actually the, uh, the COVID year, but then COVID hit and I canceled those plans. So I hope to get out to Sanford stadium and uh, maybe I'll see you, Michael. Yeah, this is uh big on my hit list this year. So if I go, I will let you know. 
Definitely, man. All right. Everyone give Michael a follow on Twitter at CFB campus tour. Like I said, so many games, he's been to every FBS stadium. He's been to most of the FCS stadiums. Uh, he's been to D two D three schools and he documents it all on, on his Twitter page. And he, not only does he document it, he'll do the photo of the game. If they rush the field, if there's an upset, he gets footage of it. It is a must follow for any college football fan folks. Make sure you give him a follow at CFB campus tour. Thanks again, Michael, and take care, brother. Uh, you too. All right. That was Michael Barker. Man, Sanford Stadium. Pretty high on your list. Between the hedges. Oh, yeah. It's a great stadium. Get that dog to bite you in the foot like they did with that Auburn. Oh, yeah. That's that right. Auburn that Auburn player, yeah. that Frank Sanders. I don't know who the hell it was, but it was great. <laughs> uh, folks, I, we got to get there. And look, if you are in the Georgia area, even if you're vacationing, get out there to a game. College football is the best. Uh, in, in my opinion, the best, best version of football you can find on our planet. So get on over there and check it out. And uh, yeah, I'm on the over Patty C's on the over and we'll be talking about it all year long. Folks subscribe to the college football experiences. We break down 133 college football teams with a solo podcast for each and every team in the land. So uh, check us out once again, youtube.com slash the college experience. Also subscribe to the college football experience, wherever podcasts can be found and the FCS college football experience and the college basketball experience uh, and college baseball experience. Go, you know, dogs, you know, I know they, they play some college baseball. Let's go uh, folks. This is the college football experience, Georgia bulldog style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run.